Hello. Welcome to a very special episode of Retail Nightmares. It's episode 169. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delau. With me, my fabulous co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. Hi. 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 It's, a, it's like almost noon. We almost. usually do this at nighttime. Can you tell? Like my voice is lower than normal. <laughs> I've got the weird uh, morning voice. Uh, and our guest today... Just flew in straight off the tarmac all the way from Edmonton. Whoa. Uh, she's a fabulous musician. You may know her from her band Faith Healer. It's Jessica Gelbert. Hi. Welcome, Hi. Jess- Jessica. <laughs> yeah, two Jessicas. I know. It's very exciting. I know. We've never nice had name. another Jessica. It's a, it's a rare name. That sounds like <laughs> a really rare name. <laughs> it sounds like music. Like, I don't know. I it's I Jessica. it's hard for me to like be impartial about it. Yeah, I don't know that many Jessicas to be honest. Really, it's Sarah's and Jessica, uh, Je- uh, Sarah and uh, Jennifer. I'd I say was lots of you know, lots su- of those. I was supposed to be Sarah until I was born, and then my Same. parents were like, "You don't look be my like name Sarah." Too. That's funny. I was supposed to be Melody. Ooh. Ooh. and instead you're like, "I'm just God. gonna make some <laughs> sick ones instead." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, Jessica is like when you look at the trends that it's like, oh, it was the most popular female name in like all of North America for like 10 years. But it seems like it's been like a standby, like, well, maybe not. I just feel like it has never gone away. There's always Jessica's since, I don't know. I don't know. What's the background of that name? It's from actually... Shakespeare. Oh. (laughs) Shakespeare. Or is it Jay? Um, Yeah. (laughs) They're barred. Uh, it was penned by the bard. Uh, Shylock's daughter in The Merchant of Venice is Jessica. Oh. And that's the first time it like appeared as in that full form. In the Bible, there's someone called like Jezka with right, like right, out, right. Uh, many vowels, I think. Um, you know, I'm just like reading up on my Bible every day. Like, <laughs> my Psalms. I don't know what that is even. Um, but yeah, I know because of course, like when you're a little kid, everyone gives you like weird keychains that tell you the origin of your name yeah oh. yeah totally it didn't just have sparkles and a rainbow on it oh, i wish so i would prefer that <laughs> there wasn't I just there was the, none like my how name. to keep an idiot busy for an hour keychain and then it just said flip over and then it had the same <laughs> thing on the other side <laughs> i thought that That's was so funny i like that yeah jessica's a, a weird name i to me it just sounds like female name mm-hmm, exactly <laughs> yeah, it's like melissa yeah, yeah like jennifer yeah it's very... i've never been like all throughout school i was never in a classroom that didn't have other jessicas really yeah huh we're a dime a dozen uh-huh well all of the jessicas i've ever met are really special and very different from each other people yeah yeah i was my known... friend jessica let me cut off all of her hair when she was 19 whoa she had long thick red hair and uh, Rebecca Chaperon yeah. has a picture that looks like a painting that looks like that. It's the one in my bedroom yeah. or yeah. bathroom. And also Chris, hair? Chris has a copy of it as well. I think good, good painting. But yeah, I think that I didn't have any kids with my name and people couldn't pronounce it. And now it's popular mm-hmm. and different variations are popular. There's different spellings and uh, it's kind of neat. But I also didn't have anything to compare it to. So when an Alicia would show up socially, I'd be like, it's not possible. <laughs> You're like, yeah. there can be only one. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have to chop her head off with a sword. I think those were the rules back then, but now that it's popular, it's okay. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Alicia, for that. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even know another Jessica J. Oh, really? Yeah. 
my friend Jessica Jang. Well, you know, there's um, like a famous performer who goes by Jesse J. Oh, yeah. Are you familiar with her? Oh, yeah. Does she sing the Chibling Chibling song? Bling? It seems like it. You know, I've actually, I have to admit, I the only Jesse J I've seen is like a YouTube um, clip where they do, I don't even know how to describe it, but there's a word for it and you guys Making probably have already seen love. it. They're having sex. 69-0s. Yes. 69-0s. 169, actually. Um, but yeah. um, it's like, you know, they have the performer, the video of the performer performing live, but then they like overdub it with like really stupid shit. So there'd be like videos of her singing and she's got like this super expressive face, but then it would sound like, <laughs> like it was just like she like, sounded like a sick cat or jingle something. Cats or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> And so I don't know what she sounds like, but anyway, <laughs> okay. um, she's like- famous and she's from the UK, I think. Okay. And my dad once was confused because he Googled me and he thought that that was me. (laughs) I was like, I don't understand how you could possibly think that. Like, you see what she looks like and that's obviously not your daughter. But (laughs) he was like confused by the fact that there was Jesse J and it wasn't me. (laughs) I was like, okay. Does your family call you Jesse? Yes, they do. Yeah, mine too. (laughs) And I'm like, you are the only ones who are allowed to call me Yeah, my family and Renee, but he just took that license. You just started doing it. I feel like you know each other well enough. We do. He's almost yes. like family. It's definitely a like sibling type relationship. Yeah. And so it's totally fine. I was just surprised that he would decide to do that. Yeah, it's weird. He went for it. <laughs> a couple of times I've called you Jess. Uh, that's allowable. But the first, I remember the first time I did it thinking, I don't know that I have permission. <laughs> and then it just slips out once in a while. I'll be like, hey, Jess. And then I'm like, I don't, that never asked if that was okay. It's fine. We we go way back. It's true. We're but like family I think too. Like our names are so uh, deeply relevant to us, right? Like they're so important. Yeah. And so. I don't know, like my friend's dad, who's uh, he's no longer with us. He decided when I was a kid to call me Allie, which I hated, but I loved Whoa. him so much. He was such a great dad to visit. Um, and, and then he called me Alley-oop oh. and hated it as well. But wouldn't say anything because I respected him so much. And it was so much fun to be around and like taught us basketball and stuff. Uh, he's like, such- like he's got his own agenda. <laughs> he's like, yeah, well, you know, I have a friend who's child's name literally is Alleyoop. Really? Named after the basketball move. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I just found out it was a basketball move. Because he's like, (laughs) really? I had no idea. And Alleyoop is like, when you Dunk. No, it really yeah. checks out why he <laughs> called me that. I think it's like, <laughs> and I then coach this basketball. Oh my God. Listen, oh, you I just sp- thought it was just a. Yeah, word and he I, made up, it, like, I would always cringe. It sounds like Jim called me that. French ish, too. Like it could be a Montreal thing, like Aloup. Aloup. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And no, I think it's a move where um, two people are involved. Hence why this child is named Alleyoop, I think. It's because, you know, like, <laughs> took two to tango for that one. Um, they were going to call him Tango. <laughs> yes, actually, their next cool kid will be named Tango. Um, tango and Cash. But uh, it's like a move where, like, one person throws it, the other person grabs it and dunks it or something. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. All I right. Uh, I should write <laughs> my friend Sherry, who's... <laughs> her dad and be like I just found out she's gonna fall off her couch laughing (laughs) (laughs) I'm such an idiot guys no not at all I never ask questions I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before but I wasn't a curious child Mm. I would try and learn everything by watching people and listening in so I didn't ask a lot of questions so I don't know a lot of stuff sure like still now you probably have some assumptions that you don't even know you have maybe for sure I mean we probably all do 
Well, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, like it goes way back, but not a smart kid. <laughs> like I thought I would be black when I hit puberty. Like there's all these things that I was just like, this is how a life works. Yeah. You stand back and watch. You'll figure it all out. Completely wrong. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, I tried to like figure out where babies came from without asking. And like, because my mom worked in a medical office and I was there all the time and I saw people like taking a little bottle and going into a room and then filling it up with pee and then they would get a pregnancy test. I thought a man and a woman had to pee in a bottle together and you mixed it up and then drank it and then you got pregnant. And drank it. I mean, it's logical based on the evidence that you saw. Yeah, (laughs) and that's why I love drinking piss still to this day. Yeah, still not pregnant pregnant yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're trying. We're trying. Let's stop drinking this much piss. (laughs) I always thought that the penis went into the belly button. Oh, well, I think that was pretty common. Has something to do with, I mean, it can if you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, took a really long time for me to not know that. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty classic though, because that's what moms and dads always say. Babies come from the belly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's not the case. Yeah. As we know. Jury's still out. Uh, <laughs> we can't be sure to I'm be honest some, some clinical trials yeah <laughs> gross we, wow so much belly button talk today we were just talking about belly button piercings before mm-hmm. before we were recording and other piercings let's get uh matching tat uh not tattoos but piercings like what uh, would we get um <laughs> i don't know a piercing. I feel like we should do something to commemorate like our 200th episode. Oh yeah. Well, uh, Josiah's podcast, Blink 155, they just did their first live show and they got matching 155 tattoos on their <laughs> oh, ankles. Uh, so I was like, we should get like a piercing, a commemorative piercing. You know, those surface piercings that don't actually go anywhere. They're just like studs, little like- Like in people's faces oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, We could get that. That spells out Retail Nightmares, the podcast, subscribe on iTunes, leave us a rating. <laughs> That would have to be a back piece. Or just like chest. Yeah, I guess. It's a lot <laughs> to say. I was thinking maybe just going for tattoos at the same time, but different tattoos. Oh, no, yeah. I would <laughs> just like getting a fa- tattoos And, and like a general. fancy lunch. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would love to do that. <laughs> um, anyway, Retail Nightmares is the, I was just trying to segue back to that, <laughs> saying the name of the podcast. Yeah. Okay, so Jessica, I know that you have worked in retail for a long time. Mm-hmm. You've worked mostly in record stores. Yeah, I mean, my first job was when I was fourteen. I started working at a shoe store called Naturalizer. I don't know if they have it here. <laughs> oh, yeah. They still have the brand. Okay. I don't know if they have standing stores, but they probably okay. do. It, they're like sensible shoes. Yeah, they're like for older people. Yeah, yeah, they started advertising to me on Instagram, and I'm like, "How dare you!" <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then like, like a Clark's ad comes up, I'm like, "I do like a Wallaby." Yeah, well, you know, I, it's funny. I just like hadn't been to a Naturalizer shoe store in a long time because I quit when I was 16, and I walked past one in this mall in Edmonton just the other day because I was trying to find Is a present for somebody. West and I was Edmonton like, mall? "No, it wasn't." <laughs> I avoid that one, but I mean, unless I'm going to the water park, but. Anyway, I walked past it and I saw some shoes and I was like, hmm, nice. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of freaked me out a little bit because when I was a teenager working there and just like, you know, like you're a teenager, you're a piece of shit. You don't have any (laughs) respect for older people. No. You're just you're just a shitty kid who doesn't want to look at those feet and like, you know, (laughs) seeing like the different ways, the different shapes that feet take as you get older and like usually having to put the stockings on the person's foot. Right. As well as help them get the shoe on and stuff because they're like, you know, 
Generally, people buying over, those yeah. shoes can't really bend over and stuff. They just sit there and just wait for you to like take charge. And like as a really shy 14 year old, I was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> like, oh, God. And also I have real sensitive feet. So I didn't want to tickle anybody. When I was like putting <laughs> stuff on. So I try it not only out of like feeling grossed out because I'm a teenager, but like not wanting to tickle them so I'd like spread the nylon as wide as I could and like try and get it up over the foot without touching any part of them and like so thoughtful it's like over their entire body like a tent no matter how shitty you thought you were like you definitely showed quite a bit of empathy there I didn't want to tickle them but I also didn't want to touch them yeah well feet are like gross I mean people like I can be completely in love with somebody and want to touch every part of their body until they see their feet right yeah I still don't want to and I'm like a nicer person I think now than when I was a teenager so hopefully I think that goes for most people it's a weird time where you're really like not able to see the big picture. Yeah. And you're not really able to see beyond like your own head because you're just really short. You're <laughs> short. Yeah. And you just don't know what, who you are at all. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, just, so you wake up in the morning in this constant swirl of like, who, what, what do I do? Like What's the right many, thing to do? How you know? many feet am I going to have to touch? Yeah. Today? Exactly. I, yeah. Th- with my job, I work with a lot of seniors. Um, and it's so like most people get to a certain age and they just stop being able to interact with their feet anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And like, even my mom's at the age because she's been like recovering from an illness. She's just like, yeah, I just go get my nails, my toenails done like every two weeks or whatever. And they just take care of it for me. And I'm like, that's so like, you're just farming that out now. Like, I didn't think that's like so smart. But it's also like also really grosses me out. Yeah. I mean, if you get into the job, I guess, and you must like kind of not not really look at it to, you know, it's like a doctor. They've seen all kinds of bodies and stuff like that. It's like all kinds of piercings. Yeah. Yeah. Foot stuff is like it doesn't really bother me that much. But I also think like I'm really appreciative because uh, I have a really, really wide calf uh, very muscular legs, often complimented on, makes me very uncomfortable. You have a like, biker's oh. bod. Um, you have a biker's bod, but I have dancer's legs. People are always like, "Oh, did you used to dance or do gymnastics?" And I'm like, "No, like it's really like I'm just very muscular." Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I get my calves stuck in rubber boots, and then I have to have my <laughs> someone at the store help me out. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm always like always want rubber boots that go up my shin, but mm. none of them really fit. And yeah. uh, so I really do appreciate a kind. Uh, salesperson because I can't get them off with my stiffness issue and yeah but yeah I hate I hate the idea of like I won't go into a shoe store without like perfect feet yeah yeah perfect socks yeah okay so when I was a kid my feet smelled like corn chips mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like a puppy and I had no problem with it mm. because I loved corn chips it was like my favorite treat and I'd be like look mom every t- I was only allowed to get corn chips every time I would uh have a swimming lesson okay so afterwards like at the pool you could get a little bag of like fritos and then i would stand i was such an awful child on the theme of kids being awful <laughs> i would stand in front of people on the treadmill in the exercise room and just eat them and like hold it in front of them and slowly oh eat them. oh my and god what a little asshole i know that's so funny they all thought it was really funny it though. is it's so funny it's that's hilarious. great well the vending machine what a sassy right. little <laughs> only child <laughs> yeah i wow. also like told people i told people i was the fashion police and i would tell them if the colors they were wearing clashed when really? i was oh Andy. really really flash forward to now <laughs> i know i love clashing it's the best 
All You're colors, just doing research. All colors go together. Well, my mom told me that I agree that red and purple clash. So one time I saw a woman wearing the whole thing. them together, uh-huh. and I told her, and she was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god!" I always love red, red and purple together, and red and pink together. Mm. Yeah, um, I love that. It just reminded me so much of like the middle of winter and it's Valentine's Day and everything's like kind of velvet and chocolatey and mm. I don't know. I really it's kind of hard on the eyes though in a way. Yeah, you know, I, don't really like bother I think it's just because it's it's they're so similar that you're like the red and purple or or um pink, pink and yeah. uh, pink and purple or oh, pink and purple is a real no go for me. Red and pink, sorry, is what I'm thinking. I think it's the same when people taste something they don't like it. Like I I love navy and black together. Yeah. And I uh, will wear it until I die. And I know it probably bothers some people, but not me. Suck yeah. it up. But Thank I think you. it's I mean, also probably other people's brains are working really differently. Yeah. yeah. Who knows if we even see color the same. Yeah. Man. Can we do a podcast about that? <laughs> yeah. We're doing it right now. Okay. So um, look at this color. What do you think this color looks like? This is penis. <laughs> I did. Somebody did tell me when I was like 20. He, he was like I was wearing blue and green together and he was like I had this big crush on him he ended up being my boyfriend afterwards but at the time I was mortified he was like uh didn't you know that blue and green should not be seen and I was like what I oh, didn't know that things are letting me know <laughs> so rude wow. yeah, really colors. stuck with me though yeah also like that's the colors of like the Canucks like everyone yeah, yeah no he blue, was in the wrong there blue and yeah green together not Did that he, I'm like go Canucks I have or, blue and green on right now yeah, yeah they're yeah, yeah. great together <laughs> Who he told was wrong that? that's weird I don't know I never know if there's a rule around what color shoes go with things yeah oh yeah I, I feel like those rules that. are all done now I think they're a way of controlling women yeah, like by not giving us pockets and then making us not put and things together. And just making you buy more stuff. It's like the fashion industry being like, "Oh, no, no white after Labor Day." Guess what, guys? I'm wearing white right now. <laughs> yeah, white looks great all the time. I love white jeans, as discussed on Anthony Casey's podcast. So we got talking about shoes. <laughs> yeah, um, so your first job was in a shoe store. You're 14. Yeah. What's the legal working age in Edmonton? Actually, that was it. Okay. Um, but I couldn't be, uh, I wasn't allowed to be alone in the store until I was 16. And so my boss really liked me because I was like, not like a hellraiser or anything like that. And I wasn't so, hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't a Cenobite with yeah. pins sticking over your face. I don't know. Like I remember her <laughs> saying when I quit, she was like, you know, you're the only person that I've ever had work for me that when they don't work for me anymore, I say on their like final report that I would hire them back. She didn't say it in those words, but something like that where I was like, oh, thanks, I guess. Well, you know, you'd you, have me back, but I'm got fucking quitting. <laughs> like, I'm not coming back there. But um it was kind of weird to like work in that kind of situation at that age because a it's tailored towards older people B like you're, you have these um, sales expectations of you that for a really shy person were just incredibly uncomfortable. Like if somebody bought a pair of shoes, you were supposed to show them a matching purse that they could also purchase, you know, be like, Hey, it would go really well with this. And like, I didn't fucking know, you know, like I have always been like a scrub and (laughs) like, I just mean, you know, like I wore the same Donald Duck t-shirt for like an entire year (laughs) and refused to like put deodorant on, even though I was like really a smelly kid. And 
so to find myself in this kind of what I thought was really ritzy yeah. uh, mm-hmm. store where like shoes were $80 and I was like, holy shit, you know, I just would listen to collective soul CD in the back room <laughs> and hope that nobody came in. And like, it was very uncomfortable. And I remember one time, this is a bit of a retail nightmare. I was like helping a lady put these shoes on, of course. And then some guy walked in who I think was either like uh, her son or somebody that was helping her get around or whatever like that. Her lover. Maybe her lover. But he said to me, you must spend a lot of time on your knees. Ooh. And which like obviously was, you know, like a dirty and gross thing to say, but I didn't know what he meant. Of course not. So I was like, yeah, I guess I do, you know? And then like I told it to my older sister later that night and she was like, oh, what a pervert. And I was like, pretending that I thought he was a pervert too because I got it you know but I still was like I don't know yeah (laughs) it's like nobody does I don't know what's gross about spending time on your knees like you're gardening I don't know like should I get knee pads yeah I was confused by it but yeah that was uh, not a great um job for me to say to a 14 year old yeah he probably didn't know I was 14 but even still it's a pervious thing to say to anybody unless you're in like a you know dick sucking place or something (laughs) yeah (laughs) Six second university. Yeah, if that's the store you work at. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, thankfully for me, I didn't even get it. So I wasn't really put off by it because I didn't get it. There's a lot of stuff like that when you're a child mm-hmm. that's, you know, like in your closer to your adult form mm-hmm. that just kind of goes over your head. Like you have no idea. But totally. the adults around you, the people that are looking after you do. And it's like, yeah, it is that moment where you're like, you didn't know why your sister was upset. Yeah, <laughs> but, but they're not going to explain like, to you either. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't even know if she knew. She's only a year and a half older than me, but like she kind of like knew that it was dirty. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, isn't that gross? You know, and like, no, people like, like another example is very of that dirty. is yeah, when crazy. I was. Um, this is me as a person who was buying something, so it's not really a retail. Oh, it counts. But I was in line behind these like total fucking loud guys. Bros. You know, bros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know the right word to say anymore. I know because that, that word kind of doesn't describe yeah. the new phase. And I used to call them chongoloids, but I think that like, <laughs> I actually think that that is a derivative of mongoloid, which is right. not a word that I want to use, uh-huh. you know? Of course. And I didn't even so, think that. and so, and chongos is also what I'd call them, but that's short for chongoloids. So. Chong- okay. Chongo is not something we ever had on the West Coast. No. Okay. No. Yeah, but that's I hear I know people from Alberta saying that, and also like yeah. Ontario. Yeah, and you can kind of figure out what it describes, which is you know this like bro, this just like insidious kind of like they think they're hilarious. And anyway, the long story short, they said to each other in front of me, uh, "You ever ride a red horse?" Oh, and I was like. Gross. I didn't get that either. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? I didn't really associate like they riding really don't understand sex. with sex. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, ride a red horse, ride a red horse. Like, I just thought about it for weeks afterwards. And then like, even now, I don't like fully get it. Right. Like, it's a poor metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, very it's not clumsy. <laughs> yeah. Like, there aren't even that many red horses. Like, red horse is not a thing. So it's like. It's not I just thought clever. It's really weird. It's just pervy and gross. Yeah, it's sexual harassment. But I'm behind women. Yeah, with totally. red hair. Totally. And then uh, I have a new name for them. They're called uh, tennis bitches. Uh, instead of uh, the word that you had, 
um, because the other day I was walking through near Trout Lake. Uh-huh. I was walking my dog and there's these guys uh, playing tennis and they were being so mean to each other. And they, if somebody didn't like catch a whatever you call a tennis thing, when you throw the ball one way with a tennis rack and then <laughs> you're supposed to catch it. <laughs> a volley yeah. or something, yeah. I guess. I They're don't know. like, you're such a bitch. And they're like just being like really fucking weird with each other. And I was like, it's yeah, weird so- how guys get off on that sometimes, like just being really, really mean to each other. Rude yeah, dudes. and calling each other bitches. Yes. Because, of course, what is worse than being a woman? A female dog. Yeah. <laughs> a red horse. A red, riding a red horse. I would ride any color horses. horses There's a are lot beautiful. of horses are really nice. Weird yeah. stuff that happens when you are a woman in a store. Yeah. With men. Yeah. And, uh, but I think by yourself, it's funny like when it no flies over your it. head. I mean, it's totally. never funny. It like, funny. it's super stu- it's stupid. It's like, shouldn't happen. But it's funny when, like, these guys are, like, trying to get a rise out of you or trying to get, like, a flirt out of you or something. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you don't actually understand what they're trying to say. So you're just, oh, like, hey. so much. Yeah. <laughs> there were so many times when, when I worked back in the video store and people would be, I realized now, later, because I started working there when I was 20 one Mm -hmm. and you know I didn't have a ton of life experience I went to private school like Mm -hmm. only child and realizing now oh they were trying to flirt with me but at the time I was just like these men are acting quite strange (laughs) like (laughs) what's what's wrong with these people they're all drunk something in the air yeah Yeah. (laughs) the red Jessica story brings me to my very brief retail nightmare you're red Jessica Jessica. (laughs) I'm brown Jessica um I uh, have had a retail nightmare on this podcast before of this the same person um the corner store near my house very like lovely for the most part great snacks huge ritter sport uh selection Ooh. they've got some really good vegan ice creams now like the new nora one which is delicious that i think you'd really, really like it i've had it it's so good it's really good it's a combination of cashew and coconut so it's not good for people with nut allergies or coconut allergies but it's delicious um and i spent most of the day yesterday in bed like just trying to catch up on stuff which uh like I did all my I had a really clean house and I realized I was down to like one roll of toilet paper and I only had plans at like seven o'clock um but I wasted the whole day instead of going to a normal store to buy toilet paper uh I saved it to just buy at the corner store where like people are like getting their snacks for the parties they're going to and like cool kids are in there you're like I'm going to a toilet party (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting my toilet paper (laughs) I'm gonna pick up sushi and eat by myself I'm lonely (laughs) Um, Sounds great, honestly. It is pretty good. My life is good. Um, And there's only one person there that I don't like. And the reason I don't like him is that he's a very uh, unapologetic flirt. And it's always. Mm -hmm. He never picks up on any body language, which I realize is the problem with people like this. They don't pick up on any cues. Mm -hmm. They're not looking for cues. They're just like equal opportunity, take advantage of people. And he's also, I, I someone went in and complained about him one day. Uh, a man complained about being discriminated against because he was First Nations by this person. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem imagining it because he is a fucking creep. So I go in and I'm like, oh, it's him. And I'm going to buy the best deal of toilet paper they have in here, which is the Costco brand, which they break up into like packages of Oh, six. yeah, I know. It's yeah. the best deal because it's like huge toilet paper rolls. And I refuse <laughs> to buy it because it's not recycled. But if it's a, if I'm in a pinch, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm buying it because it's better quality than the other one that they have. I've got, I'm really picky about toilet paper. 
The scratchier, the better. That's my theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love like that a, bamboo stuff. It's mm-hmm. like an exfoliant for your butthole. It just, you know, you, I don't understand why everything has to feel so fluffy. If it's smooth and soft, it often like just does not do the job no, properly. No, you have to make yeah. like a softball need, size like clump need, like, of it fibers. and like go at it. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I go in there and like I've just showered. Like I don't normally do this, but I didn't shower all day. Just, like vacuum, clean the house. I like reeked. I had to have a shower and I was hanging out with friends at seven. So I was like, okay, I'll shower and I'll put on like some blush. <laughs> That's it. Uh, went in and like so I bring the toilet paper and my new favorite grape Haichu grape to the cash register and I'm like god I hope he doesn't flirt with me god I hope he doesn't flirt with me and I look up and he's like hey (laughs) and I'm like I'm buying toilet paper and (laughs) Haichus what says that I'm interested in would I I wouldn't even buy toilet paper at a store with if I found anyone that worked there attractive (laughs) I'd be like no I'll just order it online thank you (laughs) um and I'm like, fuck this guy. Like, fuck that. Like, I already had like a situation with this weird guy in my neighborhood who has been flirting with me for years, but I didn't realize that I was just being nice. Jessica can attest to how friendly I am to my neighbors. Like, I really you try to create to this everybody. real community feeling. Yeah. Uh, Dave Shumka is also aware of this where he's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, but uh, I couldn't leave my house because that other guy was standing on my front yard taking a call. And he very well knows that I live there. And I was like, this is the worst. Who? like goes onto someone else's property and just stays there that's like shouting into their cell phone um so i go to buy the toilet paper this is should have been so much shorter but i had a giant coffee and then just so much um (laughs) chocolate (laughs) so he starts to flirt with me and i'm like this guy is the worst i'm buying shit paper and (laughs) high chews the most delicious food in the world and then my i go to tap my card but something happens and the machine thinks that it's been tapped so it it kind of times out. Mm-hmm. So he grabs my card for me. He physically takes my card away. And I'm like, I hate it when people touch my bank card. Like, it's just a, a no thing. Like, I can figure out this machine. Yeah. I'm yeah. not smart. I mean, <laughs> I get lost all the time. But uh, then I just like automatically, I'm like, just snatch my card back from him. <laughs> Good. And his whole demeanor changes. And he looks like he's enraged with me. And I'm like, this guy is fucking crazy. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't want to flirt with you, but... <laughs> Just buying toilet paper. Leave me alone. <laughs> Seems like he's got some weird like power dynamic issues going on. Yeah, he sucks. So do you think that next time you go there, he'll remember that? Um, I One thing about me is that I'm not afraid if somebody... I don't like people not being straightforward. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give me a dirty look. Don't... None of the shit works. Like, just get in an argument with me and that's fine. Mm-hmm. So I like that will be next stage for me. Like it's the same with the guy standing outside on my yard. Like I will naturally happily have a conflict with him to end it. Mm-hmm. But most people don't think that's going to be what happens with me because I'm so friendly. So right. they're like, what happened? What did, where did I go wrong? So when you're direct, they think I'm very that you're direct. like, oh, yeah. you're fucking off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't care about that story. I only go there maybe once every three months. Yeah. I don't need anything there except for toilet next paper. time you need toilet paper there you should go and ask to use the bathroom and then just fill your bag oh. i like that i definitely have had and you trip. have to re-roll it at home after but <laughs> it's just loose yeah it's a big loose you just put it in a bag yeah <laughs> take out a few squares that's true like Artisanal. one of those knitting bags or something oh, that, yeah. that a little hole you pull it it'd be kind of like cute and trendy actually <laughs> yeah artisanal toilet paper yeah. we're gonna be millionaires <laughs> totally 
Jessica, do you have a thing? I have a thing. It's more of just like an occasion of someone being shitty to me at a show. It's not really retail. That's fine. It's Sunday. You pay to be there. uh, People pay to be there. I was making money, so it was sort of like a job. Um, what are you, some kind of rock stars? I made twenty bucks. Oi, oi, oi! This is just like being a comedian. It was a four band bill. It was. I I was shocked that I actually made money because usually, like, it wasn't my band. It was yeah. uh, Garbage Dreams, Adrian Labelle's band. But she paid us all twenty bucks, which That's was really very sweet. sweet of her. It's nice. Um, and I immediately then turned around and spent it on drinks, like because yeah. I didn't even. Uh, get free drinks I don't know uh, but we finished we opened it was like a four band bill it was really fun it was at Red Gate so it's like not a normal bar venue or anything like that uh, and we played first of four bands and there was a ton of friends there it was very nice and then this guy walked up to me who I've never met before this like big tall adult blonde man oh uh, and he was like before he even said hello or like introduced himself or asked me my name he just said your mic needs to be way louder on that last song Jesus oh Christ dude and I just sort of looked at him and couldn't even process and I was I was talking to my friend former guest MJ Cox I was talking to her and like he just came up and interrupted yeah she i was just telling her how cool she was (laughs) um and he just came up and then she turns around she goes what are you doing to her like what are you saying you're just walking up and telling her what to do you don't even know this woman and i was like i love you mj and then he flabbergasted i think he was just like drunk and didn't even didn't even like check himself for a second but then jay apparently this guy was also like trying to talk to anyone who listened to him so he was telling jay and then jay decided to fuck with him which i love so much jay was like okay well we already had one microphone so maybe she should get two microphones (laughs) next time yeah he's like that's a good idea thanks for telling me that (laughs) and he's like no no no, you just turn up the one microphone and jay's like right right i'm gonna make a note extra mic two microphones just tape them together (laughs) jay is so funny and so he told me that afterwards and i was like i love you so much so funny and then i also i saw videos of me singing that song on instagram and i was like you can totally hear me through just fine right yeah hey drunk man maybe you've had too much to drink and it's affecting your your, senses your brain um yeah you can totally also i'm just gonna like talk to the prettiest smallest person in the room and uh as a way of trying to connect with her tell her what my opinion is i'm gonna nag her about her vocals i was gonna sweep you off your feet (laughs) (laughs) um and throw me right in a dumpster (laughs) he uh yeah i don't even i don't even think this guy was a musician at all either Anyway, the sound person at at Redgate is excellent and she takes care of everything and mixes everything. So I feel like very confident with her abilities. I'm sure she's it was like, just fine. She's like a cool punk who was playing the best playlist in between bands. She, it would be like Blink-182 and Gob and everything. Oh, <laughs> and we that's nice. Like, at one point, she um, she put on a dumb, or a dumb song came on, like yeah. a dumb local band on also on Mint. And uh, she shut it off to play Gob. <laughs> and I was like, what did you like just mid do? Like mid-song? Mid-song. At first it started, it was Barnyard. And I was like, oh, it's dumb. And then all of a sudden I heard Gob. And I was like, wow, that's a bold move. But she's an extremely pop punk person. I so bet I people were pretty jacked up. Like, that's nice music to have in between sets. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was very good. Um, it was overall a delightful show. But there's always, you know, 10 years from now, 
that guy will be the one thing I remember from the show. Yeah. <laughs> Being like, turn your mic up. And it, that's already something I'm very aware of because I'm quieter than yeah. most people. And so I'm always like this song. It was yelling. I was just like screaming. And it's a song in German. So I was just like. I don't even know what I'm saying He's right like, now. He's like, your mic was too quiet. I couldn't understand couldn't any of the words you honestly, were saying. Maybe that's it. Maybe he was just like, I didn't understand the words. Yeah, that makes sense. He sounds real smart. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my retail-ish nightmare, music nightmare. Um, do you have any more? Any more retail nightmares? Any, anything that jumps out? If not, we can move on to a segment. Well, I can just like say that over my years in retail, there's been like lots of like bodily fluid kind of stuff. Mm, like somebody puked on my shoe once. Was it because they were drunk? Uh, I think so, yes. Okay. Um, and then like, like. Someone puked on your shoe? Is it the yeah. shoe that you think smells really bad? <laughs> I'm like, I just don't get it. No, no. You're like kind of bile-ish. Almost like a little bit acrid. I don't know why. Yeah. But this is this is actually a customer that like Renee and I, Renee from Faith Healer too, we work together in many um, different areas. But we um, used to work in a tea shop together for a couple of years. And then we worked together at Blackbird, which is a record store that I still work at now. And we had like a nice, we had a good rapport with this fella who came in and um, was kind of like a a buddy of ours. But the first time he came in, he was a little bit like really exuberant. Like if you know Renee or if you've met him or seen him, like he can really ramp the energy up. Like he can really get a great deal in Kijiji too. (laughs) He can get a great Kijiji deal. He can, um, there's a lot of things he can do. Um, And anyway, so like this, this fella who like, you know, was, Actually, he was from the West Coast and he had he was sort of like traveling and didn't have anywhere to go. And he came in and like we became friends with him real quick because we just were like finding common ground and stuff like that. But he wasn't necessarily like equipped at that time to like deal with the high energy and stuff just got like really exciting and then he just like loved us so much that he like put Renee in a headlock, you know, Whoa. because he was so into him you know that he wanted to like hug him and squeeze him but it was getting like he was just like wasn't really physically aware and then he just got really excited and he eventually yeah like threw up on my shoe (laughs) (laughs) oh this guy sounds very sweet yeah this is the first time you met uh yeah wow (laughs) yeah yeah actually that's memorable so he's a bit drunk yeah, he was he a is, little bit drunk. He meets some kindred spirits yeah. who have not been matching him drink for drink. <laughs> no, no, Talking not Talking about all. music. I, mean, I understand that, though. Like, in a place like Edmonton, when you meet someone who you're like, oh, finally, someone yeah. like me who's cool, I would kind of puke a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that he'd probably just been like, you know, like, nobody would talk to him. Nobody would talk to him. He's just trying to talk to somebody. And then, like, he wanders into this record store and he's like... These people are fucking talking to me. Oh, my God. And then just like got like, yeah, (laughs) got a little too excited. Yeah, it's true. I have heard of people who get excited and like throw up or they're throwing up. It's like their thing that happens like before they perform. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, totally. um, Your stomach turns. I mean, yeah, I always have to pee a lot before I do comedy. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, music, but same. Yeah. 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 It's like, okay, well, I just went to the bathroom. Your body's just trying to void itself because mm-hmm. it's like. <laughs> Maybe you can disappear before you have to go on stage. Yeah. yeah. It's really uncomfortable with it's about to happen and like how a body naturally deals with like what's 
uncomfortable in it is yeah. trying to eject it i guess i think it's like the fight or flight thing it's like yeah. oh if you're about to run away from a predator you yeah. don't want all this extra shit in you slowing yeah. you down yeah, <laughs> yeah the audience it's is true. the predator <laughs> yeah your own well, desire for attention some of them i'm sure oh <laughs> man just the thinking of this is giving me sweaty palms Aww. like the thought of like having to go on stage and perform i'm like I don't like it i feel that today for every sure. time and yeah, <laughs> you've got a big show tonight yeah yeah i think so i mean like i'm not used to playing solo but i'm also not used to playing in like seated venues and right. like even when it's with a full band if it's not a bar or like a legion or like a store where people can like get up close and have a good time it's, it's so just like Oh my God, this divide is making you see us for exactly what we are. And that is just like really stressful, you know, like you're not participating, you're just watching. And so to do it um, alone is going to be different. You'll have my dad's magic guitar. I will have your dad's (laughs) magic guitar and I'll have a dube. So I'm going to be okay. Blaze one. (laughs) Blaze one on stage. Yeah. It's a nice place to perform. Yeah. The Vogue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've not been there. But it does feel like the audience is like 25 feet away. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really warm the way that the seats are set up. You'll be fine. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I told when I was talking to Renee about it, because like um, I actually had to clear it with him that I could do like a faith healer show without him because we're like now in like a band partnership. So he was like, dude, you're going to love the Vogue. Like, it's so nice. I was like, I'm nervous. He's like, yeah, I know you should be. Dress nice. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. You can dress however you Good like. Pep talk, I can dress however I want. But, like, I have I have the habit of, like, it's not just, like, you know, dressing down, like, in a trendy way or whatever. But, like, just, like, I'm learning this about myself and I'm trying to change it because, like, I want to change it. <laughs> but I'm not that great at uh, aesthetics in general. You're great. No, no. I'm not trying to be self-deprecating, but I just mean like, I've never even thought about assembling an outfit before. I've never, I'm like, okay, I put on pants, I put on a shirt. This occurred to me last week because I was trying to decide what to wear for this show. And I was like, oh, I should make an outfit. Like I should make the shoes and the pants and the shirt like go together or something. And like, it just had never occurred to me in that way before. But it's e- stupid. Like, but, but it's not stupid at all. It's just a different still, way of thinking about yeah, things. Yeah, you're still accomplishing things without trying. Like you're still looking like your own look. I'm looking like my own look. Yeah. yeah. But it's nice to think about. It's nice to try and think about the look, you mm-hmm. know, because like one part of like entertaining or trying to be like an entertainer or an artist or whatever is that like there is a visual component to it. So maybe I should actually think about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, you can I'm blabbing my, here. My no, because I can't want. think about my set until I know what I'm wearing. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of the opposite. Yeah. Like, I wish that I could get over that part and, like, work more on, like, prepping for the show. But I'm like, I don't know what I'm wearing until I know what I'm wearing. I can't do my set list. It affects a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. do you have something that's going to be restrictive? Yeah, in yeah. Well, yeah, especially if you have to be on stage for next, like a long period yeah. of time. Is totally. it breathable? Yeah, do or is it going to be like smell? see-through or whatever, you know? But like, yeah. I've made the mistake while like on tour. And Renee dresses really well. Like he's got, he he's only got packs looks. outfits, you yeah. know? Like he packs specific outfits all together and then puts that outfit on. It's not like, oh, which pants am I going to wear today? And so... Like, I've just kind of fucked up where he'll, like, be wearing this, like, nice camel tone everything. He's, like, mustard man. And he's <laughs> mustard man, yeah. And then I'm wearing, like, pants that don't really fit and are, like, baggy in all the wrong places and tight in all the wrong places. And then, like, a giant, giant, giant sweater 
You're a little bit grunge. (laughs) A little bit grunge. Yes. Yes. I'm a little bit too grunge for him. Um, But, you know, I I see the thing is I see pictures afterwards and I'm not proud of the fact that I don't care about how I look because I do care. I just don't like know how to um, figure it out or whatever. Yeah. And so I'll see the pictures and I'll be like, fuck, you know, like I did this at my fucking wedding. Like I didn't even know like what I didn't think about it because I was like, I don't care about pictures or anything like that. And so, like, right after the wedding, I put on a sweater and I had, like, a lanyard on that said, like, um, Mountain Pine Beetle from this conference I was at, like, in 2006. And, like, then all these people want to take pictures of us, like, my family members and stuff. And, like, my uncle gave me this photo album from our wedding. And it's, like, Ben, my husband, wearing this, like, he's such a dresser. He's got, like, this nice swank suit on. He's, like, looking real sharp and stuff. And I'm literally wearing, like... A bulky, torn up sweater and a lanyard. Like, in, I we don't have one picture together except for one that somebody took off of Instagram. Where I love I'm like, that you have the lanyard. Like, I know, <laughs> like, I know. But was it like uh, Why were you wearing the lanyard? Oh, because um, we were at this outdoor education place that I used to work at, and uh, I needed the keys to let people okay. in the mess hall, basically. Sure. So I just had Makes to have the sense. keys with me. You're just a practical, practical. person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you've got great style. Well, yeah. thanks. And uh, I think that style is really like, I've recently been thinking a lot about it myself because um, I sort of want to change my look Okay. in a way that is like something that I really like to look at. Like when I look at pictures of things, what do I think is aesthetically pleasing? And for many yeah. years, I've been like, vintage dresses and uh i don't know like i just wanted something different and so i really sat down and thought about it and then started like making those purchases and then the other day i left the house and i was like this is what i wanted to look like but yeah. it took so much thinking to get that one outfit in my brain like something that fit that felt good that looked right the right shoes uh it's not from like an evil and i've always like and, worked like been yeah. really into clothes and really yeah. into how i look but the past couple of years it's been like does it fit is it comfortable yeah, yeah and yeah. I think that everyone kind of has a way. It's like we were talking about, like joking, like, do you see colors the same way? But what we prioritize, um, not prioritizing clothes has like given you this really like cool, I don't know, like I could see you walked out of like, I don't know, some sort of like really cool outdoorsy (laughs) photo shoot. And I was like, look at this woman that just showed up. Like the first thing I thought was like, what great style. What I'm wearing right now? Yeah. (laughs) This is my pajama shirt. Perfect. <laughs> I literally woke up in this and I was like, fuck, I have to get to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, look at this great That's style. Nice. That's perfect. If but you also, were sitting closer to me, though, you would smell me. I can smell me. Really. I hugged you and you said, oh, I smell bad. I still had my jacket on. But you did not smell bad. I really like how much you smell. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. Stanky lady. Thing is, though, if I took care of it, like if I wore deodorant every day or something, <laughs> that kind of thing. I'm working Even on it. Even if you do wear deodorant every day, it still doesn't even work. Sometimes I have to put it on multiple times a day. Yeah. I I dressed up last night for uh, a costume party as a biker. So talk about like switching up my look. That was pretty fun. That's I wore, quite the permanent decision you made too. Yeah, I've got tattoos all down my arms. I've got uh, a dolphin. Um, dolphin tattoos, they never go out of style. I mean, it's pretty great. I've got like a wine glass, a cloud, a girl picking her nose. I just had a lot of rub-on tattoos. Very cute biker. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that was the other thing. I also still have some rub-on tattoos from like the 90s that were there's one that's like a guy with his head split open and there's another one of like a werewolf riding a motorcycle on a cobra and i 
I just didn't have time to find those. Yeah. I think they're in my like sticker collection somewhere. Um, but it's hard to put together a look. Like I need, I needed help from my friends. Like my friend who's a bit older yeah. than me taught me how to do like teasing my hair. Cause I, that's just not a skill. I even looked it up online and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm still learning how to put makeup on your face without it going all over the rest of just like, just on one part of your face without it spreading. Yeah. Like I, I wore black eyeshadow and then like it was on my cheeks and it was on my forehead. <laughs> my gosh, I know. Like, I always I've rubbing it, my it for eyes. years and won't use it. It's, I didn't, it was like before I even left the house. It was shocking. <laughs> it was shocking. And then I was like, should I just lean into this? Should I just do like a, like a Daryl Hannah and uh, Blade Runner style yeah. where it's just like right a, a strip across the whole eye. <laughs> Tried that. I looked awful. I looked like I was a chimney sweep. Like it was. You got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. Right? That's true. Like, so instead I to... just put an egg on my face. And I was like, <laughs> I'm out of control. Beautiful. Okay. So Jessica, it mm. is time for when's the last time you used a microwave? The last time you used a microwave. The segment is pretty uh, descriptive. It's just what it I'll, is. I'll take it from here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I used it last night three times in a row. Whoa. Yeah. For three separate bags of microwave popcorn. Wow. Did you eat all of them? Oh, yeah just you or did you share them it's me i gave a few pieces to my new puppy actually <laughs> you have a puppy? yeah i just got her like um four weeks ago or so wow. wow yeah it's really challenging and i'm how old is she she's uh 13 weeks to yesterday okay yeah that's such a like a, a new pet mom thing to i say. know how many weeks <laughs> i know but <laughs> yeah, she well, got her when just, she was like eight or nine weeks old yeah when she was nine weeks old and she's like um just like a rescue dog of guys should we be doing puppo of the week right now yeah let's do it I guess so. sorry yeah. sorry to cut you off okay. no no jessica fuck the microwave it's time for puppo of the week <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your new puppy. Yeah. Okay. Well, What's her name? So her name is Poppy. We call Poppy. her Pop. Oh, um, little Poppy. Yeah. Oh, she's really God. sweet. And my partner Ben and I had we'd, we'd been talking about getting a dog for a really long time because um, I'm away a lot, and Ben has like a lot of um. I mean, he just loves to be around people, and he doesn't like to be alone very much. So it just like kind of became clear over the last year of touring how like necessary it kind of was for our health and his health for him not to be like just alone mm -hmm. you know to have some structure yeah exactly and just like somebody to talk to mm -hmm. basically um like he sees their therapists and stuff like that i don't know if i'm being too um he won't care uh, <laughs> but uh we've been talking about getting a dog forever and because i was going to be going away well i am going away in the winter to um do some more recording we were like well we got to do it this summer so we Moved out of our old place, oh, really? found a place that would allow us to get a dog. And like... Because your old place was like owned by your boss, right? So that was two places ago, actually. Oh, okay, wow. <laughs> um, I haven't been to Edmonton in a while, I Yeah, guess. so but we only stayed at the, the new place for, I think, a year. 
So the, my old place is owned by my boss and we tried to get a dog there. And when we moved in, my boss was all like, yeah, sure, go ahead. But then when we went to do it, he was like, uh, maybe not. And yeah. so oh. then we moved out of there to a different place and then it was not dog friendly either. And so we moved again wow. and we live in the suburbs. It's really weird. To live in the suburbs, I just feel like I am pregnant or something. You know? <laughs> like, You're constantly I'm just pregnant. Like, oh my god! Like you've been my drinking baby. the piss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he put it in your belly button. Didn't he? Yeah, he did. Oh, he yeah. did. Uh, <laughs> and twelve months to two years. Yeah. It's baby time. <laughs> yeah, it's a slower pregnancy with a belly yeah, button. Yeah, it takes a while. Conception. <laughs> anyway, back to the puppy, which is the actual important part, not everything else in my life. But um, the puppy is really sweet. We got her. Everybody was telling us, like, make sure you get, like, the one, if you're getting a puppy, get the one in the litter that's, like, sleeping and not going crazy and stuff like that. And, like, you know, want to get... But what if the- they're sleeping because they were going crazy exactly, all day? Exactly. <laughs> that's true, too. But everyone was like, get the chill dog. Make sure you get the chillest puppy because, you will it puppies are a lot. And... um so then we got to the shelter and it was like two hours away from where we live. And oh, wow. we got there super early because we wanted, we just thought like this, there would be like hordes of people going to adopt dogs. Like I didn't realize that actually wish, that's not that the case the at case. all. Um, and these puppies were all like so cute. And we had our eye on this one specifically that was just so cute. So we got there, they opened at 11 and we got there at like 1030 and just like, kind of parked there and a gal who was working was outside and we're like oh we're a little early we're just gonna go for a walk she's like no no you can come in if you want and she asked us who we had our mind on and we described the the puppy and she's like oh yeah she's in my car right now and so do you want to meet her and we're like yeah totally so she opened up her car opened the kennel and this dog just fucking jumped on us and just went crazy and like bowled us over and stuff and so we didn't even go inside we're like yeah we'll take her okay so great (laughs) um and so we didn't really follow like advice about (laughs) like a calm dog and I found it really really hard the first couple weeks I was just like holy shit I'm never gonna be alone again like Mm -hmm. I'm never gonna have any peace of quiet again like she's really cute but she is high energy really high energy and you know how like you think about a dog and you're like, I'd love to just pet the dog. Yeah. You know? If they would sit still. But you can't just pet her. It's like the second you're petting her, she's biting you and she yeah. doesn't know how to not bite really hard. We try and teach her. I know on the internet it says everywhere, just like yelp like you're hurt and then don't play with her for eight seconds and then start again. But it's like, no, like she, it's been weeks. She still doesn't know. She's just yeah. getting stronger. That's all. <laughs> and like, but she does like, sleep through the night now and stuff like that that's and good. I'm a lot happier about that and like I'm adjusting too because my routine is like I get home from work and I just need to sit on the couch eat three and bags of microwave popcorn eat, yeah <laughs> eat a bunch of shit that like for I'm big into chips too and like for the first couple of weeks when we had her like you couldn't eat anything crunchy because she'd go insane she'd hear crunch and be like I need it so like I had a bag of chips and I would like put the chip in my mouth and wait for it to like soften <laughs> and so that I could swallow it without making a crunch. And I was like, this is so stupid. Like this it's my is my preferred way of eating chips. Yeah, totally. <laughs> just salivating so yeah, much that until it's it just becomes mush. Yeah. But anyway, like the, the plus sides about her have been really great too. And it's like nice to have something that forces you to get up in the morning. Yeah. 
I feel like I've seen. Have you like posted photos? Yeah, I posted a photo of her last night, like but tuning I didn't my guitar. It was yours though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were just like one of your I friends. I gotta see this. Dog. I was trying to be coy about it in a way because I like well not coy but like um but not like I was, you know how some parents are like I'm not gonna put my baby on social she's media. So I cute. Know. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Alicia. This looks just like my friend Warren lived in Calgary and they drove up to Edmonton and got a dog whose name is Mrs. Peanut Butters and she looked just like this and she's the best dog. Oh really? And um, it's going to be fine. Yeah. I went through this with my dog Hank and Jessica had to very kindly dog sit. Uh, When I first got Hank, I had to travel a bunch for work. Yeah. And he was bonkers. Yeah. And until he lost his baby teeth, like I was in tears. Okay. But I did find a noise that worked with him because none of the noises people recommended worked. And uh, my noise, I'll just move the microphone away. (laughs) And it still works. And it works for other people too with him. And I go, "Ah, ah," like that. (laughs) Oh, really? And he just snaps him out of that weird, like. I have heard you make that noise. "Ah, ah." Yeah, and it's that like one worked. But all the yipping and stuff, he's like, "Oh, it's working." Yeah, because they're it like, just "Sounds like you're he's playing." Like, you're yeah, playing. he yeah. wants to kill my hand. Yeah, he, like just with all like stuffed animals and everything yeah. else, it's prey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely, it's a really hard time, and people don't understand. It's like you're up all night, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the first the first six months were awful, mm-hmm. and I wasn't bonding with my dog either, and so because oh. you're just like sleep deprived, and yeah, yeah. And it's just. Yeah, but it gets uh, it gets smooth, better. It yeah. smooths out when the baby teeth fall out, the puppy teeth. Oh, yeah, things I think that'll get, make get better difference. and better. Plus, she's gonna be a big dog, so yeah, yeah. it's like needles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can remember like just weeping. Yeah, at one point, being like, "What?" My hands were just covered in like cuts and bites. Yeah, and exactly. Scrapes. And like, I've got little kids in my life. I do a lot of babysitting and stuff like that. And they're like my nephew who I went to go visit just the other day with her. I was like, oh, Sam's going to be so excited. He gets to meet the puppy and stuff. And he was just terrified of her because the second he tried to pet her, she'd be like, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it's like, come on. But the more <laughs> but I know it'll get better. Get socialized, the like more yeah more it happens but people always talk about like how hard it is to have a baby and stuff but it's like a baby takes you know a year until they yeah. can move around yeah. your house yeah. a dog immediately yeah. it's like anywhere Sniffing can get everything. it's gonna pee and poo yeah. and bite yeah and there's no like the first vet appointment that i had or the second with hank the guy was like oh it's like having a baby except for you have no hormonal input to, yeah. to need to take care of them like yeah. a mother and father has this instinct that comes with having a child yeah. where like you got a dog and the, it's a canine you're yeah. not yeah yeah so you don't yeah. have any language you don't have any i think about that too because like she went from living in a shelter with like a whole bunch of other dogs you know and like playing with them and stuff like that and then all of a sudden she lives with two adult humans and it's like sure we'll play with her and stuff like that but we can't get on her level and for a long time we weren't supposed to let her be around other dogs because she hadn't had her like parvo shots or whatever yet and we had to wait for a while yeah and even now we still can't take her dog to to a dog park until like the end of september when she's had her last set of shots and stuff like that so when i did bring her to dogs that i knew were like had their shots and stuff like that like friends dogs and stuff like that she's maybe played with three since we got her and it's like so different. Like she like sleeps through the night after playing with those dogs, oh, and nice. she like just like they play really well together. Like very different sizes, do- sides of dogs with her and stuff like that. So I know that it will like kind of even out, but 
I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, not cute yeah. enough. For I don't me. think <laughs> anyone can be fully prepared for how much work it is. Mm-hmm. Like, even with everyone warning you, like, it's just hard to know until you actually have this little yeah. terror in your home. Yeah. I think now that I know, I probably would have adopted an adult dog because they need more homes anyway. Like, puppies are easier to adopt out and stuff like There's that. There's just so many. Yeah. So I don't animals. think, I think you just got to figure out whatever was the right thing at the time. Yeah. You know? Like I ended up buying a dog and I had a lot of like feelings about that. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I ended up getting a dog that if he maybe went to another home, they would have put him to sleep. Right. Just because yeah, yeah. he got this crazy injury and like he was really expensive or maybe they would have put him up for adoption. Yeah. I don't know. And he's really like not an easy dog. Yeah. Easy. Like Hank is just like Hank. Okay. He's not from this planet yeah i'm okay. convinced he's that he, unlike any other dog yeah like there's times where i'm like hank i'm not even sure hank knows i'm there and yeah. then he also never leaves me alone and like yeah. he'll be two in october and oh he's uh, still young he's still really young yeah. but and he's so good like we went on a walk with friends last night and he's so good now compared yeah. to that but he's never like he is just who he is yeah just like your dog will be who yeah. your dog is and yeah Poppy. um <laughs> yeah puppy yeah, but cute. honestly, like worst mistake getting a puppy. Yeah, <laughs> and it's okay to say that, like because it does work out. Yeah, and they, when people tell me they're getting puppies, if it's couples, I'm like, you're gonna be fine. But I like I bumped into some other like single women in my age range during that time, like in the middle of the night with our pajamas on, and like I have seen other women cry like in yeah. the middle of the night because of their dog. Yeah, they're, like I thought this would be easy. I thought we would bond. Yeah, it's not just like cuddling. It's like hardly ever cuddling. I think you get that when you get a slightly older dog, though. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But you have a dog now that needed a home. Mm -hmm. And it just, no one ever talks about how great it was to have a puppy. Kittens, (laughs) kittens, Mm -hmm. it's different. Kittens are so so cute. cute. And then, you know, like they're just, Mm -hmm. kittens are so cute. Puppies are just kind of the worst. Yeah, yeah. And also it's our fault. Like we made them this way. Yeah. We humans like made this big wolf project into this thing yeah well and even like post domesticated dogs it's still like i'm pretty sure that poppy has some like shepherd in her and so like she's always biting my fucking heels and i'm like leave me the fuck alone but it's like that's bread in her like that's what she's supposed to be doing so oh yeah that's cute She's real cute. Good papa. She's beautiful. She definitely has shepherd in her. Yeah. yeah. She's got those crazy shepherd but ears. They're white, so yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Little the eyebrows. White socks too. Yeah. She's got white socks. And when she sits down, which is rare, she's got <laughs> yeah. like, um, she has two white stripes like on her belly. Uh, and when she sits down with her paws next to each other, they make a heart, uh, <laughs> which is nice. That's adorable. Oh, man. Um, okay. My papa of the week is uh, Jay and I were walking home from, it's just been a nuts week. It's been like mm. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we all had things we were going out to and it was mostly all around Main Street. And so we've been walking home as much as we can. Uh, and so we were walking home one night from um, from something. I don't even know which one it was, but we got to Camby Street and we saw this big sign that said two cats missing, which is so awful. Like someone, it was probably someone moving or something and they, yeah, they just got door away. left open. But the cat's names were Spock and Xena, which I was like, some nerd has lost their cats. Uh-huh. Uh, and the Spock one looks really cute. He's got like hair. He's like all white, but then he's got like black oh. on top, like Spock's hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
so Jay and I were kind of like drunk and I took a photo of it and I was like, I'm going to post this online and people will see it. Mm-hmm. Um, still need to remember to do that. I just remembered that you I took searched a photo. for Spock. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> exactly. They need to make the voyage home. <laughs> exactly. Um, but so then we crossed the intersection and then immediately we met two cats after that. But then we couldn't remember what, what like, they... and it was dark out. It was really dark out. So but we you got our flashlight, but my phone died right oh. after. <laughs> so I was like, I can't even look at it. Right. Um. But so I was like, Zena, Zena, is that you, Spock? <laughs> um. And one of them sort of didn't get close enough. And I thought maybe it could have been Zena. But then when I turned my phone back on and looked at it, I was like, no, that wasn't. No, it that. wasn't. Yeah. But then the second cat that we met is my real puppo. Cause it was this extremely friendly cat who, you know, you're just like walking and you see them like run at you and they just like, okay, yeah. we're here to hang out. And it was like flopping on the ground and rolling around. And we were trying to figure out what its name was. Cause it had a little collar and I kept looking, I was like a little bit drunk too. Yeah. Kept being like, it looks like it just says its name is flap. <laughs> and Jay was like, that can't be right. <laughs> and then so we're like, your name's flap. And so like we got out the flashlight and I think it was just like some brand name of a tag. And oh, then it okay. said like, oh, it might've been like that flea medication stuff or oh, something. No, oh, oh no, yeah. It was yeah. like a real leash, but it said like safety flap or something. And oh. I was like, your name is flap. I have one of those. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a couple of those. Um, but it was very cute. And then it was just like scratching its little claws on a tree and being very, very just like photogenic and cute. Mm. And we were like drunkenly trying to like take photos with it and we we're holding it. And it was so soft. That's and- nice. It's nice when you meet an animal that's like so confident and happy. Like, you know, yeah. that they're really happy and that they know that they can run up to you and get affection because that's what happens. Yeah. Like they're just comfortable and confident and feel safe two best friends meeting in the night Mm -hmm. but it also is that because it was like 2 a.m and i was like who lets their cat out at 2 a.m uh-huh so then i got all like self-righteous and indignant about it anyway uh flap you my puppo Mm -hmm. alicia who's your puppo um hank is my puppo he is the best uh companion i'm trying to catch up on sleep this weekend and Yesterday, like like he gets out for good walks, but yesterday he was a champion napper. And I think this really rainy weather we've had, it's cool to see him aging because when he's a puppy, he didn't care if it was raining. But now when it's raining, he's like, it's time to mm. nap down. Um, and he's so funny and so weird. So I love him. But also my other puppo was the skunk that we ran into the <gasps> other morning. Skunko! So we were walking. I'm walking with a little flashlight that Michael Tobin, my dad, former guest papo of my heart, mm-hmm. uh, gave me. And it's the best. It's a little mag light and it has a push button. So it's really fast and I can see animal eyes really quickly. Oh. So I've got it in case of mostly like raccoons and coyotes I'm most nervous about. Yeah. But I hardly ever see coyotes. I haven't seen one for like months and months and months. But raccoons are back out and like they're really representing an East Van recently. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, the sun was already up when this happened and Hank and I were walking along 10th Avenue head, headed back towards my house and I didn't see the skunk until it was too late. Oh no. Too late as in? We were really close. Okay. I'd say we we're about 18 inches away and the skunk had taken out all of the contents of a recycling bin. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> spread them all over the sidewalk. It's like, welcome to my sale. <laughs> I was really nervous. A couple of months ago I bought the skunk miracle stuff in case like whenever it happens that at least we'll have it at home for when we get sprayed yeah and he just kind of casually looked over at us like hey 
And I just took off as fast as I could, which is pretty fast when there's a skunk. Yeah. Uh, and Hank is, he has the opposite plan because he's like, I'm going to eat that. Yeah. Uh, animal that's basically the same size as me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he, I mean, skunks are just, you know how I feel about them. They're so beautiful. They're so they're adorable. And they're such a Baby mystery. skunks are the cutest Come little thing. Like, you watch a tails? bunch of them waddling through so a field. beautiful. Yeah. They're so sweet. I forgot at the end of our walk where we met that cat, we also met a skunk at the end of it. And then they're the best. They are so, so sweet. Jay has a really special connections with skunks too. Because oh, yeah. he like helps them cross the street and... It's just I like I love walking home at night instead of taking a cab because like if we would have taken a cab, we never would have met that cat. We never would have met the skunk. That's true. It's I like, mean, the weather's nice. It's this magical it's world. It's probably different in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah it's um, snow already. This and year. you know, you're in the suburbs, but I have to say like I spend like hours a day walking and it really helps me kind of balance out. Yeah. Emotions. <laughs> I'm not saying that My emotions. Because <laughs> I, I used to walk to work every day. Because I only lived like maybe 25 minutes walked to work. And now it would be too long. It would probably take me like two hours to walk to work. Wow. So I drive all the time. But now now. you have a dog. You'll be outside constantly. Yeah, it's true. It helps. Like I wouldn't go for a walk in the neighborhood. Yeah, right. Like it's not my style. But with a dog, you have no choice. And it's actually really nice. Like I feel like I'm doing something special. Yeah. (laughs) Going for a walk. I've been trying to like this summer because Jay and I didn't go on tour and it was the first time in like five years basically that we didn't go on tour. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to like get more in tune with my own city and my neighborhood and knowing stuff. And so I've been like the person that uh, I would have hated as a child who's like, let's go for a walk around the neighborhood (laughs) after dinner. And I'm like, I'm just my mother. Like this is who I am. But every time we do, we meet the cutest animal or like we'll find a cool book at the little like library yeah and if you thing. take the same route like uh, every once in a while then you like start to notice things the like changes. oh that flower is blooming now or whatever yeah, like yeah. i'm cool. noticing this neighbor that we have that's like this older lady she's got like the most beautiful like evans cherries trees and like she hasn't picked them yet and it's already snowed one so i'm sure she's not going to and so oh. like tomorrow i'm gonna go over and be like orange should i pick these because it's like so much and would be so nice like make some jelly or some shit yeah. like that make something to go on top of that popcorn yeah <laughs> exactly oh wow jelly on popcorn that would, would be pop- pretty better than water it's, yeah oh god uh-huh. our, our was that our last guest shane stanton she said or two guests ago she said that if she doesn't have butter she'll put water on popcorn what? to like simulate the the texture of having like a liquid on it it just melts away I don't get that. It, yeah, I don't get it either. Wet popcorn it's is like soggy. It's sad. Anyway, it's her her body, her choice. Yeah. Um. So that's our podcast. Yeah. Thank you. you it's so it. nice thank to meet you. you. Thank Likewise. You. Um. So I mean, obviously, you're playing a show tonight. That you can't plug this. That happened. Like yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Um. You have tours coming up, or um, no you're tours recording? coming up. We're gonna start recording again in November. Wow. So. Um, yeah i have a month to write some songs i guess and uh and then we're gonna record and then after that who knows how about a song about poppy's teeth yeah maybe (laughs) ow ow please stop Uh, yeah what did i do i blew up my life (laughs) i pick up your poo it's like you're my wife (laughs) oh i pick up my wife's poo too yes that's what marriage is all about i've heard (laughs) and also drinking pee um (laughs) Well, if people have not heard Faith Healer, uh, they need to listen to it. You've got <laughs> two great albums 
they're both on Mint Records. Like, where where do you want people to go? Like, do they, you've got music videos they can check out? I don't think that anyone should check out the music videos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, I mean, they could check out the one music video for Try, um, which is the title track of the last album. Um, and they can, like, don't go to the website because it hasn't been updated for maybe five months or something. It still says we're, like, going on tour. Just... Check it out on the Just internet. Google Faith Healer. Yeah. Mint Records. Yeah. You do have to say Mint Records because otherwise it just comes up with like uh, people Religious. who do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I booked the wrong guest. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk to someone about like miracles. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Alicia, do you, what do you have coming up? Um, come draw with me in October. It's October 10th, I believe. Uh, tickets for the last show sold out pretty quickly. So if you want to come see me and come draw with me, uh, buy your tickets and super sick podcast. will have a new episode out in early October, really special guest. Uh, very excited and yeah, things like that. Mm-hmm. 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 Donate to our Patreon, please. Yeah. If you like the podcast, I don't have anything plugged by the way. Um, but here's what I'll plug my own butthole. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to go for it, your body, your choice, my butt, my body's nobody's your butt, body, your, your but choice. my butthole's no mm. one's butthole, but mine, you yeah, plug your own butthole. 100%. I'll I say, mine. ow, just because it's not for me. I say, Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> if you made it through that and you like the podcast, you can donate on the Patreon. We just put out uh, volume two of the original soundtrack. Of oh. Retail Nightmares. So that's all the songs that Jay makes for the podcast. All It's got the one with, uh, it's got the Red Hot Chili Peppers theme that Alex Hudson wrote and recorded. Nice. It's got uh, the accept- Acceptable Sauces theme that Adrian LaBelle guest vocaled on and did like a little diva operatic thing. It was great. So yeah, that's on there if you donate $5 and you also get live podcasts and our like react vids. Uh, and if you don't have money, you can just give us a really nice rating on iTunes. All you have, like, you don't even have to make a comment. You can just say five stars. They're perfect and beautiful. <laughs> and then we'll know. Yeah, we'll know it was you. Yeah. Um, thank you, everyone. Thank you for the people who make fan art for us. Yeah, You're very so cool. And uh, we hope you all have a nice day. Yeah, thanks everybody. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you. Both Jessicas. You are um, welcome. <laughs> this has been fun. Which Jessica is it? Right, Jessica. Brown Jessica. <laughs> oh, people are going to be so confused. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.